So you decided that you want to run Facebook ads for your business, but you have no idea what to do, right? I've already mentioned so many times that whenever I start a new advertising campaign, I set up about 250 ads at the same time to send out. And the exact situation there is that I test four audiences, four creatives, four copy, and four headlines. But what exactly do you do in each of those? <laughs> Welcome back to the Bonaventure MS digital marketing show. My name's Jonathan, and today I want to get into exactly how you should be testing your creatives, because I know it can be super tempting to just go out, pull four random stock images, throw them up there, and be like, oh, this one's converting better, I'm just going to stick with this, but that's probably not the best case scenario. Now, just based on what I've seen on Instagram and on Facebook lately, there are a lot of people that are doing um, text on stock photos, right? So that, you might be thinking to yourself, that's a good way to go. But I would beg to differ. <laughs> Just given my experience, I don't find that, for one, I don't find it's aesthetic. So I find it misrepresents brands because it's often hard to get the right text format, get the right text colors, get the lining right, right? So unless you're paying a graphic designer to do a really good job for you, you're gonna be throwing money down the drain just putting these ads out that people aren't resonating with. So what I like to do when I test the ad creatives is four different things, and here's what they are. I like to test two videos and two photos, okay? Because you'll find that your audience will probably um, revolve more around video content or just straight up photos for your creative. So you wanna figure out which one they do or sorry, which one, yeah, I guess which one they do, and specifically which segments of your audiences resonate more with which parts. So, I know that's a little bit complicated actually, so let me, <laughs> let me get a little bit into that. So you're testing four audiences, right? Ideally between 500,000 and 1 million in each of them. And you'll find that some people will like pictures of you with your family, let's say. Let's say you have one of the four audiences where a picture of you and your family is the number one performing thing. But then you have another audience that's made up of very serious business people who have never had a family and they don't care about that kind of thing. Maybe for them, a more serious photo of you looking professional is gonna be better. And then you have another audience that's like a little bit younger, they're more into video style content, so one of your two videos resonates with them more, right? So based on the segmentation of your audience and how you're gonna do that, you'll find that different pieces or different types of creatives resonate more with different types of people. And by testing these, you'll know for whenever you do campaigns in the future, that if you're going to run something to an audience that's like this, you should run different versions of just one of these rather than the four blanket versions to see what's going on, right? Keep in mind that when we talk about video content, the quality the quality is not super important past the point, right? If you have a modern phone, your quality should be okay. If you can film in like 1080p, you'll be fine. But the way that you present yourself and the way that you like gesture and motion and the way that you're relatable with the people who are watching your thing and the excitement that you have, right? Like if I show up on the screen and I'm like, hey, do you want this? Do you want this laptop? I'm selling this laptop and I'll give it to you if you want it buy my thing. 
<laughs> right? That's not going to get a lot of response. But if instead you've got someone, whether it's you or you're throwing someone else up on those ads, doesn't really matter, right? It's all a branding thing. But if you've got someone else who comes up on and they're like, hey, stop what you're doing right now. I want to tell you about the most important computer in the world. It's going to give you everything you want and it's free. <laughs> then you're going to have a lot of people resonating with that a lot more. Now, you can go back and you can find the video that I've already made about the one minute ad script, which is what you should be doing, not what I just did there, because that's very, very bad. <laughs> but um, that is your first type, right? So you'll have the one minute video. And just to go over that really briefly, the one minute video is gonna consist of four parts. One is the hook or the call out, so like, Hey, are you a coach trying to take your business online? Part two is going deep into the emotions. So whether that's positive or negative, you can test the different variations of that. But with my same example, um, are you trying to take your business online as a coach? I know how it can feel to be super overwhelmed by everything that's going on. You've got a million people telling you a different like a million different things. Some say that email is dead, some say that Facebook ads are dead, and you're just so overwhelmed and you don't have the time to figure out what's right or not. Well, I laid out the exact strategy that I'm using and my, oh, that's, <laughs> that's moving into the next part. But part three is to describe your solution, right? So I laid out the exact strategies that I'm using for myself and for my clients to get really great results. And I put it all together in a case study so you can see what's actually working for me rather than me just talking to you theoretically like a lot of these other guys are so if you want to see that all you have to do move into the CTA right that's the last part all you have to do is just click on learn more below you'll be directed to a page you just have to fill that out and you'll get your thing whatever that thing may be right so that is the four parts just super quick for the one minute video ad two you might also want to try a testimonial ad and the reason why the testimonial ad works, um, I should also specify this is gonna be a short testimonial. So what you can do is if you already have a bunch of video testimonials, you can take them, chop them together. I saw one that I really liked recently actually. I forget what the guy was selling. It was something to do with boosting your sales. Um, I'm not sure if it was a sales training course or maybe it was a marketing thing, but he had a bunch of testimonials cut where they're like, yeah, Jonathan is, it's crazy. Like since I started working with him, I saw X percent return. And then you've got the next guy that's clipped in and he's like, yeah, our sales went up by $18,000 last month. And then you've got the next guy that's clipped in and he's like, it's crazy. I never thought that I'd be doubling my sales in just eight days, like, right? So then you've got a bunch of social proof stacked up. And then at the end, he's like, hey, so if you want these results, just click the learn more, whatever. So that's one way that you can do it if you're gonna get a bunch of clips and clip them all up, stick them together. Another way that you can do it is just ask whoever, um, like one of your clients who you feel would resonate best with the target audience to do something really short, like, hey, this is, this is me. Since working with Jonathan, I've gotten these results. And if you want to learn exactly what he did, click the learn more, something like that, right? I guess there are a lot of different ways that you can do it. So really just go with what you feel would resonate best with your audience because, well, I guess you can't know unless you test, <laughs> but I can't know just because I'm not, I'm not you, I'm not in your place, I don't have your audience. But a testimonial video is another great way to go because you stack social proof right away 
in the ad that's directing people to your landing page. So that's method number two. And method three and four, like I mentioned, they're going to be photos. So here you have two videos, and then here you're going to have two photos. So there are actually two conflicting theories when we talk about photo advertising. And I think it's Eugene Schwartz or Victor Schwab, I think it's Victor Schwab, who says that when you're publishing an advertisement, you wanna make it look as native as you possibly can to the platform that you're doing it on. And then another opposite theory is you wanna have a massive pattern interrupt whenever you're doing anything, right? So theory one, if we're gonna go with that, it would be, well actually we can combine the two as well, right? So let's say here, what I like to do is happy fun time, Jonathan. <laughs> so I'm just gonna call this the happy fun time photo. Happy fun time. And that would be a picture of you smiling with your family, right? Maybe you've got like your kid on your shoulders and you're looking up and you're laughing. I like candid photos. That's just a photography thing. <laughs> just going back to my days, right? Like trying to optimize profiles and things like that. But if you can get a candid photo of you with a nice background, or if you can get something like maybe a Christmas photo or a Halloween photo, something that's like you looking nice with the family to make you more personable and to make you more relatable. That is something that I've found a lot of people really resonate with because it makes you more human than a lot of these guys who are like, hey, here's an ad of me driving in my Lamborghini, right? Instead we have, hey, here's Jonathan, look at him and like, look at him, his brother, his sister, and his mom. Look at him and um, his cousin's kids, right? Something like that. It makes you, it makes you like more relatable, right? Because you're not some random guy, you're not hypey, you're just you. And a lot of people really love that. So that's number three, happy fun time photo. And number four, I'll talk about how you can implement the uh, native versus non-native in a sec. But number four is then more of a business, like serious photo. So for me, I've got a few photos. Of course, um, this is just my specific scenario. You'll have to look through your photos, but two of them that I like to use and test out. I've got one of me standing in front of the Ritz Carlton in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, where I'm just dressed really nice, I'm looking off to the side and I'm laughing. I've got another one that's me back home in Montreal, where I'm on, it was a rooftop party that we were invited to, right? So I'm on that rooftop, you've got the Montreal skyline in the background, and like it's a pretty big building, so you see a lot, the background's really beautiful, which is super important for this. Well, I guess it's not, but <laughs> it just makes it more aesthetic, right? So it's more appealing. Um, and it's just me dressed really nice because I just finished my shift at Mercedes. So just me smiling, looking directly into the camera. So that's the four that I like to test. The one minute video, the testimonial video, the happy fun time photo, and then the business photo. And now when it comes to native versus non-native, when we think about native photos, we should think what are people in our environment or what are people in our audience used to seeing on Facebook? right? So happy fun time photo, business photo, those both fall in line with that, right? It's a good looking photo of you or a good looking photo of you with the family, 
or you doing like whatever with the friends, whatever it may be. So those are things that they're used to seeing, which puts it into the native category. Now, if you want to keep it there, but still make it a pattern interrupt, still make it look non-native, one of the things that you can do and Frank Kern is actually who I got this idea from just from looking through his ads whenever he runs things on Facebook. He puts stuff in black and white because people don't normally see black and white photos on Facebook, like just regular everyday photos, right? So if you have something that looks native but is black and white, it's native but it's a pattern interrupt at the same time. So you'll get attention to it more than you would just more than you would get attention to it if it was just color. So maybe test both of those out, test a colored version, test a black and white version, and see which one works out better for each of your audiences. But that's a way that you can implement both of those theories of native and pattern interrupt within just one photo. So hopefully you learned something today. <laughs> and this is something that you can go out, apply, go out and apply right now to the ad sets that you currently have running try swapping out your ad creatives for these things see what resonates best if you don't feel super comfortable on video maybe it's not best to go with the video because people can tell right when you're having a hard time but on the other hand people love when you look natural and they love when stuff doesn't look scripted right dean graziosi has said that i think i saw this in one of his instagram videos that some of his most successful ads are him with the iphone and like he gets interrupted halfway through by his son running through he's like dads when when his dinner right so <clears throat> excuse me so really there are a lot of different ways to do this just test things out see what you're best with see what you're most comfortable with and then as you get the data you can see what your audience resonates with the most and at that point you can double down on what's working and cut out what's not so on that i'm gonna leave you if you have any questions or comments message me leave a comment i'll be more than happy to get back to you have an amazing day and i will talk to you next week